0: Song ever written, Sir Duke by the great and very alive and very not blind Stevie Wonder. Very well seeing. Yes, <laughs> welcome into From the Nosebleeds. Seamus Doyle, Patrick O'Leary, Ty, the greatest producer in all of the land, bar none.
1: I've never You're met a saying producer not to get back at, t- at Taylor for this weekend.
0: I just never <laughs> met a producer that is as fun to be around and as like nice of a person <laughs> as Ty. Most of the producers that I've worked with over the years have been complete. D bags, <laughs> for lack of a better term. You hear that, Taylor? <laughs> you hear that, Ty? Ty I love you. Oh, I, I was, love you very much. That was kind of weird. I, I have like a sip of a beer inside of me right now, so it could get wacky tonight. <laughs> but anyway, it's great to be here. It's great that Vince is in here so I can actually talk. And it's just, <laughs> it's, <laughs> is he going to be joining us, by the way? Or no? I don't know. Is this just a Seamus and Pat show? I think it might be. Hey, listen, the people are talking. <laughs> And the people have said that the Sheamus and Pat shows are fun. Which, I mean, I'm not saying Vince isn't fun. Vince is very fun. I like the Vince and Ty shows, for example. Like, they were pretty good. They were very good. Mostly because of Ty. But, like, they were very <laughs> they were very good. But, like, the Sheamus and Pat shows That's just...
2: That's
0: not true! All right. The she- <laughs> fair. The Sheamus and Pat shows just have a way of going off the rails that just Vince wouldn't be capable of doing if that makes sense. <laughs> I plead
1: the fifth. All right, whatever. <laughs> I'm not talking shit old Vince, bro.
0: I'm. Ju- I, it's a joke. Nah, like I, I it's joke, never a joke with you. I joke around. <laughs> we might as well recap the weekend that we had. Yeah, might as well. We Drake's out, <laughs> penis. Drake's, <laughs> Drake, Drake's penis was not involved, although he was on our mind. Much of
1: inches, chagrin.
0: You ever hear that song? You're always on my mind. I think that's also a Stevie Wonder song, but whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> We went out and we got some drinks with Taylor, Mm -hmm. former producer from the Newsweeds. And he was kind of, um, (laughs) you know, I mean, he is like to go out with Taylor and drink is kind of like what I anticipated would happen. Just like that's what we did. Boring. Like, I'm not saying a great time. I had a great time. (laughs) I'm just saying Taylor was just kind of like, you know, like sitting there. He was doing shots with me. He was doing shots with me, too. But he was just kind of like. It's like he doesn't feel the effect of alcohol. He was just like sitting there. I wanted to see Taylor like falling downstairs. Well, I don't
1: think everybody does that. You know? Fighting
0: people, calling me fat. Like I wanted
1: that to happen. <laughs> he, w- you wanted him to degrade you. Yes, I wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you did say you were horny right before the show. <laughs> I am
0: horny tonight, and there's nothing you can do about He's it, pal. Inspired others. <laughs> oh, Vince. Oh, my God, Vince. Vince's voice. You know, he was a great guy.
1: <laughs> was. <laughs> he tried his Did best. Did you, like, murder him or something?
0: I mean, he's not here.
1: I mean, yeah. I like how something. his
0: response to, like, like when we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this show at 6.30 tonight instead of 7. He was like, you yeah, just do it without me. That's how That's how I read it. And it may have just been, just do it without me. Yeah. <laughs> but I read it as, just do it without me. Like an angry Vince. But I mean, anyway. <laughs> let's get into the... the t- Let's get into the nuts and bolts of the situation. And that's that Bryce Harper wants an extension. Love it. You like it?
1: I don't. I do give a fuck, man. Give him, give him all the fucking money in the world. For what? What's the point? Because he's the greatest Philly to ever put on a jersey. Um, He may end up being the greatest Philly that yeah, ever, but he will he's be. not right now. He will be. All right. He needs and a who ring. Who fucking cares if he keeps like. Making more money at this point. Like, if we pay him I, up I don't until care about the 45, money. I couldn't give two shits. I don't care about the money.
0: And that's what separates a lot of the people here. Like, there's a disconnect. Like, I don't care about the money. I'm anti Bryce Harper extension because of the years. Meaning, I don't want 45-year-old Bryce Harper... I'll take it. ...to be strutting up to the plate with a cane or a walker <laughs> or in a wheelchair and just, like... He is a shell of himself. That would be sad.
1: I wouldn't really care. I'm not going to lie. We went through fucking 11 years of complete and utter pain and misery after like the whole 08 to 11 run. And it's just like he's he's giving us probably some more electric moments than a lot of the moments we had in 08 and 11. Bellum at the back, sure. It's like. And and we're gonna see all of his milestones, yeah, and he's he's literally been probably the clutchest player in baseball while playing here, yeah, I mean listen, I'm like I'm of the belief
0: that Bryce Harper is a top five player in the sport, if not higher, uh, I think he's a top five player in the sport when he's healthy, of course, I mean he transitioned beautifully
1: seamlessly almost seamlessly <laughs> like. From right field to DH to first base. I mean, listen, the, the dude just got a mind for baseball, and it's like he just like knows how to fucking play any position you put him at. I I swear to God, you could put him at like shortstop, and he'd probably be better by better than Trey by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah,
0: probably. And it's cliche to say, but I mean, Bryce Harper is a baseball player. I mean, it's very cliche He's definitely to say a that. Baseball player, no, yeah. but he is a baseball player. <laughs> no, I know. What you I mean. mean, he can do everything. Like he he could
1: probably pitch.
0: Like I'd probably
1: good if he tried hard enough, yeah.
0: I know Stubby likes to pitch, but like throw Harper out there on his day off in like the fiftieth <laughs> inning. I want to see what he's got. You know Harper can strike out the side. Maybe he's got like a mean spitball, but he's never thrown it because it's illegal. Yeah, he can't dip either, so where's the spit coming from? Even though Ranger, <laughs> Ranger,
1: by the way, packs mad lips. Do you think that like people don't produce spit without dip? Is that like a thing you think? I think you can only produce spit if you dip. Okay. Like I've dipped. So we have a man here that has, does not have a basic understanding of human biology. No,
0: I don't think it's that. I think it's it's a debatable topic. Like I've <laughs> I've dipped before, therefore I can spit. You've dipped before, therefore you can spit. Ty, have you ever dipped? <laughs> nah, I'm I'm a cigar dude. Can you spit? Nah. See, <laughs> there it is. I mean, he literally <laughs> just proved my entire like Dr. Anthony Fauci my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seamus
1: Doyle. Dr. Seamus... That would be... Anthony Doyle. That would be, like, the weirdest and worst doctor I think I could ever go to. I could go up there with Biden and give, like, press conferences. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I just can't imagine going to you as, like, my primary care No, position. I wouldn't do that. I would only
0: give press conferences <laughs> with the president <laughs> and say that I'm a doctor. You could be, like, a doctor of English. Okay. There you go. Yeah, you I mean, like, I can speak be English. like Mrs.
1: Jill Biden. Dr. Jill Biden.
0: Dr. Jill Biden, yeah. <laughs> Why they call her a doctor... I have no idea. Well, she's a doctor in something. Yeah, Yeah, but she's not a doctor. It's very misleading. (laughs) The whole thing is misleading. Like, if she was introduced, right, like if she came on the podcast, we would say Dr. Jill Biden, which would be very misleading because people who hear that, people who hear that just automatically assume, okay, she's a doctor. She's like a medical doctor. Is that what you assume? Sure. And I thought she was a medical doctor for (laughs) years. Until I saw Trump say, she's not a doctor. Let me tell you, she she she
1: went to college. She That's knows it. nothing about COVID. Yeah. I know everything about COVID. I'm a doctor.
0: Uh, I could, I, but honestly, getting back to the original <laughs> thought, like I could honestly see myself, like if there was another pandemic, like COVID-20, I guess, like whatever.
1: <laughs> no, that already we already did that.
0: COVID-24? We're up to 24 now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So COVID-24 <laughs> strikes, right? And it's
1: crazy. It's like the fucking bubonic plague or... Right? They and actually did, there was reported cases of the bubonic plague in Washington like last week or something. Washington State or D.C.? Washington State. Yeah, of course. they are weirdos out there. But I mean, it's coming back. It's making a comeback. Bunch of, I saw that. Bunch what if, of, what if like, didn't you have like fucking scarlet fever or some shit as a child? Some, I like, did. Some like obscure disease that's not real?
0: I did have scarlet fever, but that can be explained <laughs> by like parental uh, neglect, I would say. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I told my mom that my throat hurt, right? <laughs> And I guess she thought that I was just being a bitch and like, I was just wanting to get out of school. So she was like, you're fine. And I was like, you went in and gave Scarlet Fever to everybody. A couple days later, I was like, mom, like my throat is killing me. Go to school. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Doyle, this is the nurse. Um...
1: (laughs) Seamus is like dying. Seamus is coughing up blood in the hallway.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I eventually go to the pediatrician, Dr. Carlson. May he rest in eternal peace. <laughs> and well, he was old at the time too, but he's very dead. And he was, was he a like great, your favorite doctor? He was, was a, a great doctor. Great good doctor. Didn't bother with any balls shit or anything like that. Just like
1: Well, that might not that might mean he's not a good doctor. I yeah. may have testicular
0: cancer because of that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. But anyway, he was like, Yeah. You're positive for strep. I was like, okay. Like, I figured that I had strep throat. Yeah. You little, like, five-year-old James was like, oh, I knew that. And he was like, here's the bad news. Uh, Your strep throat has, like, morphed into scarlet fever. (laughs) Scarlet fever.
1: Something that has existed since the early 1900s. Something that's
0: that's more or less has been eradicated. (laughs) And my mom was like, there's no way he's got (laughs) scarlet fever. And Dr. Carlson I'll fucking beat his ass, Doc, I'll tell you And Dr. Carlson was like, Colleen He very much Has extreme scarlet fever So I was like, okay okay. Uh, I don't care Usually after I go to the doctor's when my throat hurts Usually the next trip after the doctor's office Is to Wendy's for a frosty To make my throat feel better So I was like, I'm getting a frosty And so I get the frosty And then we go home, and mind you, it's Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my entire house is, like, may or may not be infected with scarlet fever, at the very least strep throat.
1: That's very cool, yeah.
0: So my mom's like, yeah, we can't have anyone over, because you have, like, a rare disease from, like, the 1820s, and, um, you know, my mom is still alive somehow, <laughs> so we can't do that. My dad's away on the ship. Mm-hmm. He was a merchant mariner for, those, for the layman <laughs> out there. He was a merchant marine, so he was away. And um I am thinking to myself, what the hell are we gonna do for like Thanksgiving now? Did Pat chef something up? Little like two year old Pat chefing up even shit in the kitchen? Even better. Um my mom said, I'll be right back. Did you get Wendy's with more frosties? My mom left. Apparently she made a trip to the City Line Avenue Boston market. <laughs> and That's the so Bo- sad. Yeah. The Boston market catered our Thanksgiving. That's so fucking sad. <laughs> when I had scarlet fever. <laughs> And it was actually pretty good. It was delicious, to There's be honest. scarlet fever. <laughs> I honestly probably didn't eat anything because on account of my throat being ravaged then, with disease. Like
1: pins and needles just all in it. Oh, yeah. It was bad.
0: And then I finally recovered. It's ridiculous. And then <laughs> and it was ridiculous. And then I finally recovered, and I go back to school, and everyone's treating me like, you know, like I have uh what's that disease? You're that patient fake, zero. That fake disease that COVID. Jesus had or he cured he cured
1: them the leprosy. Oh the lepers. Yeah, everyone's acting <laughs> like I have leprosy. Well, yeah, you had a you had a fucking non-existent disease from like the fucking 1900s. Yeah. But it was just weird because I don't like, blame them. Who but the fuck I, gets scarlet fever? <laughs> but I didn't realize the magnitude of that
0: <clears throat> at that point. Like because like the, when I realized like that I had like a deadly
1: eradicated disease. Was I mean I don't know if I would say deadly. Well I was walking they just da- didn't have IVs back then.
0: Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> Whatever. I was walking down the hallway and um the pre K teacher at the time who's still there. Her name's Terry O'Rourke. I don't give a shit. <laughs> she said she said, Ow, oh, I heard your mother let you get uh, scarlet fever, didn't she? And I was just like, What? <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, wasn't, wasn't your didn't your mom work with her?" Yeah, and she, she was like, "Told her, <laughs> well, no, but she was like very condescending about it." Yeah, I mean, she was correct, <laughs> but uh, like she was extremely condescending about it. And I was just trying to go
1: to the bathroom, you know. All this to say, Bryce Harper deserves that extension. Ah, uh, yeah, Harper <laughs> deserves the extension
0: because I got Boston Market in two thousand three, for and Scarlet Fever. And, I mean,
1: and, you've you've retained the Scarlet Fever apparently because you've been loving the Phillies since then.
0: Yeah, I ever since I got the Scarlet Fever. <laughs> I've had Philly's fever. Oh, it's
1: pretty much the same color. It's pretty yeah.
0: much the same thing. It's like one of those diseases. What's that disease where you're like, if you get infected, you can't fuck ever again without <laughs> infecting the uh, your partner? AIDS? AIDS, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one that Charlie Sheen has, except mine has more to do with like having <clears throat> Philly's fever for the rest of your life and not not being able to fuck. Are you saying you have like Philly's AIDS? Pretty, I pretty much have Philly's AIDS. (laughs) That's
1: what I have. That's a sound clip.
0: (laughs) I have Philly's AIDS, and uh, and I love it. And it's it's oh, you love it. It's getting stronger, and (laughs) and it's manifesting itself more and more each day. Man, you are gonna have a mental (laughs) breakdown. I may, may. but um, so Whit Merrifield's here, and um, love that. signing. I love it too, and I've been wanting Whit Merrifield ever since. I don't know, six years ago. Sure, I'll crack you another beer, brother. <laughs> yeah, today's the first time... I think it's <clears throat> the first time ever we've had beers on the show. Nah. No. No? No. No, I think... No, at we the have... the old studio. Yeah, at the old studio we did... Oh, yeah, that's right. Many a beers, actually.
1: Yeah, we, we got fucked up and then like drove there. Or not drove there, Uber. Yeah,
0: beer. so
1: I'm I'm going to ask you to filibuster about Whit Merrifield while, while I crack you a beer. <laughs> so Whit Merrifield, I mean... This is like the perfect utility guy in my eyes. He's like a nice backup infielder for a day when Bryson Stott needs a day off for a day when Trey Turner needs a day off. <laughs> there it is. You're just trying to do the 90 power hour fucking yeah. sound, weren't you? <laughs> I needed that. But I mean, like, it's a guy that's a, what, a three-time All-Star, like, has played on decent teams, like, was that an All-Star literally last year. The guy's 35. Yeah. He was an I mean, All-Star at 34. It's a great signing. <clears throat> and he's a good bat he's it, good on the base paths like he to me he reminds me a little bit of like a better Edmundo Sosa yeah I I, I could see that but, but he can but play like, the outfield but like not only like a
0: better Edmundo Sosa a strikingly <laughs> staggeringly better Edmundo Sosa yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. and Edmundo Sosa is a great ball player like mm-hmm. he's a great utility player he's a great athlete um, which is
1: kind of funny thinking back like two years ago when we traded from the deadline Everybody's like why the fuck did we trade for this guy
0: oh yeah and by the way Dave
1: Dombrowski masterclass I mean this guy finds
0: players that's what he does he did it's it's funny he did trade Miguel Cabrera when he was the GM of the (laughs) Marlins but you know these are minor details Um, I I will say this though Um, I think Kyle Schwarber put it very eloquently when he compared Whit Merrifield to Ben Zobrist and Ben Zobrist for the layman out there and ladies the one woman that watches (laughs) the show or listens to the show how do you know that I'm pretty sure there's only like one or two females that listen
1: Like, how would you know
0: uh, they're ones that I know.
1: Oh, uh, do you send it to them every week?
0: Yeah, week? and they're like, oh, cool. So I don't even know they if they listen, listen to they it. They don't fucking listen. Yeah, they probably, they, <laughs> they probably don't listen to it. But um, anyway, I th- like Ben Zobrist was a longtime Ray. We saw him in the World Series in 08. Mm-hmm. He was a starter at that point. Mm-hmm. He was an infielder. Very good hitter. Very good position player. Then he evolved into, like, a super utility guy. Mm-hmm. I think he went on and played for the Cubs and, like, a couple other the teams. Royals, right? Yeah. And he just helped them in every way possible. He hit for average. He played multiple positions. And uh, he was just a good all-around player that contributed to uh, a winning culture. And I think that's what, what Merrifield brings to the table. Yeah. I think it's a great signing.
1: Yeah. And the nice part, too, is it's, like, one of the glaring holes last year, especially in the playoffs, was, like, That nine hole hitter with Rojas in clutch situations—it was rough in the playoffs,
0: (laughs) and it did come back and bite them. And I'm I'm not—I'm not blaming Johan Rojas.
1: No, no, not at all. I mean, like, listen, man. Like, I was literally just talking to Jimmy about this earlier. It's like, it's so hard to blame him because his defense also saved a couple games in the playoffs. Absolutely. Like, if it wasn't for his defense, like, fuck, man, we probably would have like, like, we we probably would have lost to the Braves. He had that one like over the shoulder catch against the Braves,
0: and I think that was a gapper to the left center field power alley. And, and he I just was, like glides over. And, 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 <laughs> and it was Ronald Acuna Jr., mm-hmm. the MVP of the league, so you're like, fuck. <laughs> and there were runners on, and that would have been the game at that mm-hmm. point. More, more likely than and not. And
1: Rojas just like looking like he's doing, like having putting no effort in at all to his running. He's just like under it, and you're just like, what the? How the he teleported there? And he just makes it look like a routine catch. And you're you're thinking back to like Victorino days, and then you're thinking, you're like, wow, we had a Dubo Herrera at one point. Oh my god, that guy almost fucked a perfect game on a fucking routine fly ball. <laughs> Those were rough,
0: rough times. That was your boy, though. Yeah, I liked him when he was an all star before he beat the hell out of his
1: wife. I think you still liked him after that you're a piece of shit. Look, <laughs> look, I fell into the Adubo Herrera trap yeah. for a while. Did you?
0: <laughs> because he did show signs of being able to hit for average. And he sh- didn't show any signs defensively, I'll be honest with that. But <laughs> being able to hit for average, and it's like, okay, I can live with that. I can live with that. He learned how to, you know, work account and all that. Then he beat his wife, and the rest is history. But I think, yeah.
1: I think the craziest part about that is he was on the team like... Less than five years ago. Yeah. What was it? His last season was... I were, forget now, to be honest with you. May, may have been three years ago. It might have been the COVID year.
0: Entering 2020 was a Odubo Herrera in center. Yeah. I know that for a fact.
1: But you, he overlapped with Bryce Harper. That's fucking insane.
0: He, he was on a Bryce Harper film. And team. JT. And JT Romulo. And Aaron Noah. And, you know. Well, I mean, Noah, whatever. He's been on the team Apple. for
1: fucking like three, year, three million years. Like, yeah. And he's going to retire a fill. Unfortunately. Unless. (laughs) Unless we
0: trade him. He's included in a package, and the angels are going to say, hey, listen, we'll pay the rest (laughs) of his salary. We're going to send you Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon, who hates playing baseball, apparently.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that was one of the funniest quotes I've ever read in my life. Dude,
0: I read the article, the athletic article about it, and I was like, okay, it's Kind of, sort of being taken out of taken out of context.
1: Yeah. God forbid the guy like his family. Like, dude, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, was, the I whole mean, reason he's like playing professional baseball is to make money to support his family,
0: right? And I'm like, dude, listen, I'm not a religious person, but I was a baptized Catholic, right? Born and raised Catholic. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. So, as Bruce Springsteen says, once you're a Catholic, you're always a Catholic, no matter if you want to be or not. Meaning, like. You've been indoctrinated. You've been indoctrinated. You have to yeah. fight it. So, like, you, you understand? Got to fight the powers that be. Exactly. And I don't know if that's <laughs> Anthony Renduz's religion, but whatever <laughs> religion he is. Wait, 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 wait! I was not expecting you to tie this back in. <laughs> no, because like I'm trying to say, like I understand, like if super freak religious people say that God and religion and family are a priority over their jobs, oh, that's yeah, not yeah, yeah. a hot take. Yeah, like you can go up to a nine to fiver. Who's like a super evangelical Christian, for example, and say, "What are your priorities in life? God, family, guns?" They're not going to say, <laughs> <laughs> "Champ," they're, they're not, they're not, gonna, above all. They're not going to say, you know, working in a factory, melting steel, or whatever these people do. Like, that's, well, to some, you know, they they might. I don't think anyone would would say like, "Oh yeah, my job is my number one priority." Like, so I think that was like
1: a cheap shot. No, I agree. And then I I think one of the funniest things was uh, somebody, I think somebody from The Athletic tweeted out, like, what does this mean for Scott Boris as an agent and Boris' clients? And I was like, it means what nothing. the fuck does that have to do with anything?
0: I mean, what Anthony Rendon says has nothing to do with the success but, of but Scott somebody Boris. Somebody quite
1: literally said, like, what does it mean for the rest of his clients? It means nothing. And I was like, it's not going to do anything. What is the parallel here, sir? Like, what? That? I don't know. Going? I remember seeing it pop up on my phone that somebody retweeted it, and I looked at it, and I was like, I'm not reading this. Yeah, it's very dumb. This is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Extremely dumb. <laughs> Extremely dumb. But, it, it made you know. no sense whatsoever. There's, there's, there's no bearing on it. It's like there's no way Anthony Rendon saying baseball is not my number one priority is going to reflect badly on any other clients. I also Scott don't think it, it should reflect badly on him. You know, it's actually, now that I think about it, we should cut every Scott Boris player because obviously baseball is not their number one priority. Does that mean Bryce Harper yep.
0: you're not no going to give an extension him. to? Yeah, you're cutting mm. him.
1: You're releasing him, actually.
0: <laughs> All right, let's release Harper. Bring back Reese. No,
1: I think Reese. No, Reese is also
0: a Boris client. I was going to say bring him back after the opt-out.
1: No, no. He could just get, like, get shot in the back alley. That'd be fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to endorse that, but I'm going to be like, oh,
1: okay, that happened. Well, I mean, if it happened, I wouldn't be sad. I I'm wouldn't. Not gonna, sad. I, I won't endorse it, but you
0: know, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get off of sports. I hate sports. Um, <laughs> don't like sports. Um, I'm going to see Shane Gillis in New York City.
1: That's going to be fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty hype about it. Yeah, I don't have any he money. He is hysterical because I spent all the money on that. Mm-hmm. So so you're cooked. I'm cooked right now, but I hope it's going to be a good time. Taking my brother Pat, friend mm-hmm. of the show. I know. It's that's like be his, fun.
1: For for people who don't know, that's Pat's like favorite. Favorite comedian, which is
0: interesting because I I don't know, but I feel like anyone from Mechanicsburg is super There's far like 10, right.
1: Is like, like super
0: people. like Nazi neo Nazi.
1: No, I mean not necessarily. Is Shane Gill's based? I yes. know he like makes fun of like he does both. Yes, Republicans. But he's a Bud Light drinker. All right, good guy. All right, he's so actually he, sponsored by Bud Light. <laughs> is he really? Yeah.
0: So he's a hashtag ally. <clears throat> yeah, How about that. He's not a racist. You know, Zach Bryan, also sponsored by Bud Light. I feel like he's a racist, like deep down. (laughs) I feel like deep down inside of him, he's racist. I feel like he isn't. I don't know, man. Look, I like his music, (laughs) but I feel like that guy's definitely a racist. And I don't know for sure, but I could see like country artists, for example, that claim to be like lefties. And, like, good people.
1: See, I feel like that's the one genre of artists that wouldn't claim to be. But don't they want to bring in a larger... <clears throat> not necessarily. If they're sticking base? to their principles, like, they wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, look at Toby Keith. He basically paved the way for, like, Well, he was definitely of, racist. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But, like, he basically paved the way for country singers of this generation. Yeah. A lot of them do not fully try to emulate him, but, like... Yeah. try to emulate him and like look up to him. You know, Ty, my music taste changed on 9-11. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not Ted Cruz. Have you ever heard that quote? It's it's.
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, that might be a top 10 most absurd quote by a politician. I and there have been a lot.
1: Loving, I started loving guns, country, and... Dude, <laughs> you're going to tell I me... I started killing people.
0: <laughs> you're going to tell me that, like...
1: It's when, funny to me, too. Wait, wait.
0: When you saw, like, two planes crashing into the World Trade Center, your first thought was, I like country music now. Like, what?
1: What are Th- you doing? I wonder if he became a Bruce fan that day. <laughs> I well, mean, Bruce Bruce put out an album, right? Here's the thing. We need Ted Cruz on the show. How do we get Ted Cruz on the show? <laughs> we could probably easily get Ted Cruz on the show. Nobody wants him on their goddamn podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure
0: Bill Maher had him on his podcast, but Bill Maher has everyone on their podcast.
1: Ted Cruz comes on, his on local, <laughs> local stupid show. What if he came about like sports in studio? That would be fucking hysterical. And Vince is just via satellite. It's like no, they, Vince would have to come in for that. I don't think I. Think I would he, go pick up Vince myself. I would like kill all of his coworkers to get him here for that. Because I, I would just want to see him face Ted Cruz.
0: I don't know. I'm just 99.9 percent sure that he would like want to like. Murder
1: takers. I mean, yeah, that's the whole point. You want the tension in the room. You want Vince to sit here seething. That was like the hypothetical of like Reese Hoskins ever coming in on our show. Yeah, I mean, you would try to like stab him probably because you're a psycho.
0: And meanwhile, Taylor, former producer, was like, you would melt. I would melt. I, you I, would melt. I, I, no, I wouldn't.
1: <clears throat> I would just be like. Yeah, you would. I would just be like, oh, streaky athlete. What's nah, up? No, you would melt. No, nah, I wouldn't. Bro, you're such a, you're you're so like, <laughs> whenever you see like a professional athlete, like you're just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my
0: God. I'm n- all right, no,
1: that's not <laughs> that's true. so true. <clears throat> no,
0: that's not true. Yeah, it is. It's not true. Yeah. Rob Thompson, yes. That's not true. Exactly. <laughs> Rob Thompson, yes. I melted over. Dude. But he's not even an athlete. But he's Canadian he, <laughs> and he led the Phillies to the World Series. Like, uh, what the fuck do Reese, you want?
1: Reese led the Phillies to the World Series. No, he didn't.
0: No, he didn't. Greatest he fell bat, apart.
1: Greatest backflip in Philly's history in, in that run. Okay, fine.
0: <laughs> the Phillies made the World Series in twenty twenty two despite or in spite of Reese Hoskins. Whatever whatever that terminology is. You got it right. Just there like how the you know, the Sixers made the playoffs in spite of Doc Rivers.
1: Or well, despite I mean, it's the easiest Doc sport Rivers. to make the playoffs in, so
0: yeah. yeah. I wish the I wish major League baseball would extend it to like, you know seventeen. Yeah. Eighteen teams. <laughs> Like the the athletics that lost like a thousand games. Like I mean, it'd be
1: funny if they did like a play in. I mean, they basically did with the new wild card. But it's like,
0: but it's like the A's are like low key <laughs> battling for a, for a title <laughs> after losing 110 games and playing in like San Francisco
1: while while people are fucking in their stands and there's raccoons like eating the opposing yeah announcers like headsets.
0: There's raccoons and rats and fucking
1: you know wild cats all over. I think I would actually kind of like that environment. That'd be kind of cool. Mm. You just bring like a pellet gun with you and you start fucking shooting shit. We had that environment. The vet was basically the <laughs> Oakland Coliseum. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it was a shit hole. That was the. I only went to one game there ever though, and I was like three years old. I don't remember ever being there, but yeah. I was there. It was actually a pretty cool field, just because the astroturf looked fucking insane.
0: Yeah, and yeah, we're probably <laughs> gonna get like cancer or some shit
1: for being inside. Yeah, some city. nice little asbestos poisoning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. if you were a. Uh, by the way, if you were a loved one. Has mesothelioma called Seamus Doyle? Call one eight hundred. Mesothelioma.
0: Oh, <laughs> different, different one, different one. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that.
1: Anyway, um, those motherfuckers stop doing their podcast. Uh, Always
0: Sunny people yeah. stop doing the podcast. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's not being discussed. It's kind of fucked up. Oh, by the way, speaking of Always Sunny, uh, Verona Pizza in Upper Darby. No, we're not giving them a free ad. Fuck off. I'm giving them a free ad because they have a new panini called the Devito. And it is fucking phenomenal. What, did they make it out of your cat? No, no, no. <laughs> it, for
1: for people that don't know, his cat's name is Danny DeVito. Yeah, you got to give context there. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, so, I wouldn't pass put it past those Greeks, you know. Oh, well, you can never trust a Greek. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what they say. She was going to bitch out at work tomorrow if anybody listens to the show.
0: <laughs> they don't listen. I hope they do, though, because the DeVito is a great panini. It's a great panini.
1: Oh, by the way. It's one of the best paninis I've ever had. Here's some fucked up shit, though. I'm going to tell you right now. Go to to Verona. Get a Verona. Get a Verona. Marco's going to make you a great panini. Marco, one of my best little Mexicans. Love him.
0: He's a great Mexican, (laughs) that Marco, let me tell you. Anyway, Marco's actually a real person, by the way. He is. He is a real person. Before you send those emails, he's one of my favorite people in the world. He's literally my best friend. I would take a bullet for Marco. But anyway... So so Verona does, like, a uh, discount for, like, Upper Darby police officers, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, that's cool, I think, because, like, they'll, like, protect the store or whatever. (laughs) So, (laughs) I don't consider them, like, first priority. What? So so (laughs) this guy comes in last night, and he's like, oh, I didn't get my discount. And one of the owners said... Oh, are you like an Upper Darby police officer, which is that's what like the discounts for. And he was like, no, (laughs) he was was like, I think he ended up being like a corrections officer in Chester County, which like does not apply to like the Upper Darby police department discount. And so, so like, you're telling
1: me corrections officers' lives don't matter?
0: No, I'm sure they do. <laughs> Maybe they do in some cases. But, like, this guy's, like, literally trying to get a discount because he's a corrections officer in Chester when the fucking discount is for Upper Darby police officers <laughs> specifically. And like, not even
1: Haver Township? No, Upper Darby. That's discrimination.
0: Whatever. <laughs> so, this guy is so out what of What if the, I
1: want to, like, make a Haver Township, like, cop ID and just, like, show up to Verona? They're just uh, not going to give me a discount?
0: I guess not. All right, I
1: guess not. Right, Unless you talk to Marco. He likes you. So whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, Marco he, just gives me free. Experience. Yeah, I'll talk to the owners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, free. <laughs> but, like, here's the thing. Like, <clears throat> the guy, and I was there for this. He walks in in, like, a Denver Broncos, like, get up. <laughs> like, he's wearing a Broncos shirt, a Broncos <clears throat> hat, and it's like, first of all, that's a major violation. Why would you ever ask for a discount in, like, the Philadelphia area wearing Broncos gear is beyond me. But he went on Delco Restaurant Review, which is like a group on Facebook where ca- a bunch of Karen's just bitch all day. Checks out, yeah. And he was like, Verona Pizza discriminated against <laughs> me because I'm a Chester fucking corrections officer. They wouldn't give me the fucking discount. It's like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? And then he cites like, he was like, yeah. And like, if they've paid attention to what's <clears> going on in the world, they would know that uh, a Chester cop was shot
1: recently. And so people are like, "Okay, what so the fuck does that have to do with the Chester County corrections officer?" Exactly. And people what? are like,
0: "Wait a minute." So just because like a couple Chester County or a Chester County cop
1: that smoked the fuck got out. shot,
0: that, that means God. you need to get ten dollars off of your goddamn <laughs> wings from Verona. Like what? So I just wanted to bring that up to say to you, whoever you are in the Chester County Corrections uh, Department that was begging like a baby in his Denver Broncos gear for a discount for Verona Pizza. I just want to say, fuck you.
1: I knew that fuck you was coming. Fuck. I fucking knew it. I knew he was gearing up for it. Fuck you. You want a discount. You're acting like a little Join baby. Join the Upper Darby, Police Force. You sight. <laughs> Seamus is running a Blue Lives Matter ad right now.
0: I mean, the, the guy sights...
1: Bud Light. <laughs> hell yeah, brother.
0: The guy sights officers or an officer that was killed so he could get money off of his wings? Fuck you! So, yeah, the Whitmerfield signing was great. Yet.
1: I'm looking forward to Whitmerfield. <clears throat> I do want to talk about uh, the Eagles shit a little bit. Alright, let me chug this real quick. <laughs> so, uh, a tweet really came out, out today. <laughs> A tweet came out today and Derek Gunn pretty much just like baselessly claimed that her. Well, actually, let's start with yesterday. Let's start with yesterday. I forget the guy's. What was the guy's name, Ty? Um, Chris something. Ah, hold on. Yeah, Chris it's Sims. Fuck that guy. No, no not, it, Chris, not, not It wasn't Chris Sims, believe it or not. Not, not. that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Chris Sims. It was some random dude on ESPN that's trying to make a name for himself. But uh, he Chris essentially was like, well, I have sources inside the Eagles that are telling me that there was a problem this season, but I'm not going to tell you what the problem was. Interesting. And it's like. All right, so there wasn't a problem
0: no but i'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna push back a little bit because I believe that there was an internal problem. what do you think the problem was? I don't know, but I think it was obvious. would you like to speculate i I, I just think that like anyone with a brain would find it um surprising if there were no internal oh, issues yeah. I no mean,
1: no no, but like the way he said it no to I, me, I understand the, I, no no listen listen the way he said it to me made it seem like a player was a problem. Mm, and it it made it it, honestly it made me think of like all the A.J. Brown shit and like how people were hounding him all year and I was like is he just trying to fucking create shit it's like is this guy a Titans fan or something but also like, like you know what fuck the Eagles for taking A.J. Brown from me
0: look I love A.J. Brown he's elite he's A great player. The Eagles. Craig Carton is his name. Craig Carton. Uh, He was also in Philadelphia for a little bit. uh, At WIP, actually, for a little bit. Like I I said, what a douchebag. And he's also a convicted felon, which is also true.
1: (laughs) No, I'm serious. I forgot about that. Yeah, people were like responding to his like bank fraud shit. It was like, wow, was this you that was sentenced to 42 months in prison? Do me
0: a favor. uh, Pull up Craig Carton's Wikipedia and just (laughs) remind me of what he was actually convicted of. I'm pretty so, sure it was bank fraud. Uh, whatever. So he's a convicted felon. So anything this guy takes or says should be taken with a grain of salt. At the same time, like I love AJ Brown. I'm an AJ Brown defender. Although I have said in the past that he's a diva. I think all wide receivers in the NFL are divas, yeah, except for the, Devontae Smith.
1: Those are the guys who give passes.
0: I don't believe Devontae Smith has evolved into a diva yet. I don't think he will. That's just like yeah. He doesn't I, seem I don't like that type see of that character trait yeah. in him. Like which is great i mean the, yeah. the eagles have a legitimate number one receiver if you take away aj brown right like mm-hmm. he is a legitimate number one on a lot of nfl teams right yeah. like 100 percent. so that's what scares me ty did you find anything over there about our buddy
2: yeah okay so back in september 6 2017 he was arrested by federal agents at his home <laughs> on criminal charges of securities fraud wire fraud and conspiracy to commit those offenses mm. oh um what a fucking genius he, he got a felon so he got an in indefinite suspicion by, um, from WFAN. He resigned from the station back September 13, 2017, ending his 10-year stint. He was also convicted of fraud on November 17, 2018 in Manhattan. How about that?
1: All right, so one. So he basically did 9-11. One, fuck this guy. Yeah. Two, give people their money back. Three. Right fuck this guy well we, well, <laughs> like, we don't fuck, know you, like shut the fuck up dude like like there's no way you actually have fucking sources that are like oh yeah there's a problem there's a problem with look one of the players look i think chris carton <clears throat> may have sources
0: because he's just been in the industry for so oh, yeah, long he
1: probably scammed some dude you're right
0: and he's no <laughs> i mean he's had success in the industry like I'm a, I'm a radio nerd uh so i know chris carton and i listen to the other stations up in new york you and stuff something like Greg that right carton uh, and yeah, Craig Carton, I'm moral. sorry, what, whatever. <laughs> you don't
1: is. fucking know this guy at all. No, Fuck I know. Off. He
0: talks like this. Like I know, I know <laughs> who Craig Carton is. So, like, he probably does have sources. But I mean, is he trying to like cause problems? Yeah, 100. I mean, he's just throwing out baseless claims. He's not an Eagles fan, clearly. Um, Look, I think that wherever there's smoke, there's fire, and I apply that to every situation, pretty much in life. Like, there's exceptions, of course. But there has been a lot of smoke around the whole A.J. Brown and Jaylen Hurts not getting along that well this past season. And it's kind of like you could see it in body language from both players. And it's like, look, there may have been a rip in that relationship
1: this season. So there may have been. I want to ask you a question then. I'm going to equate this to something that happened in the Super Bowl. Does that mean that. Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid have a flawed relationship because Travis Kelsey bumped him in the Super Bowl.
0: I think that they're uh, It's a great question. Uh, I think that there's that. That's two different. I think. I think it's a different situation. But I want you to know... because I feel like play, star player and Hall of <clears throat> Fame coach. I feel like that's happened in the past. You've seen Tom Brady go after Bill Belichick. We've all seen. Well, first of all, Tom Brady went after everyone. Yeah. But you've you've seen head coaches and star
1: quarterbacks butt heads before it, yeah, it's but you've also seen Tom no, Brady like you said yell at everyone sure they will like, walk up to a wide receiver and be like yo you ran the wrong fucking route and scream in their face
0: right and I wish Jalen Hurts was like that
1: and I think that that's a major issue too but that's a whole different
0: situation but look I is it possible that there has been a fracture in the relationship between AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts I think yes it's possible I don't understand people that operate with the mindset of there is no way that like they could possibly have issues with each other because oh he's the godson or the godfather of his kid or whatever it is like they're so close and they're like best friends and everyone you know everyone posts a picture of um, the night we traded for AJ draft night and like Jalen Hurts and AJ are like crying and like laughing with each other saying let's go like being all happy it's like well once your teammates on an NFL team maybe things can change like maybe there's like a disconnect between how um, you you operate, what's going on. Like I don't know. Maybe
2: maybe they have differences. As a person with kids, you don't just assign anybody a godmother or a godfather role. Like you have to be right. You have to know that person. It's like and a truly, brother. Right. Yeah. You have
0: to truly trust but
2: that person.
0: I I that's fair. But at the same time, does I mean does that necessarily mean that they will be fundamentally? Um, you know, intact and like in agreement on everything. No. in their work life, absolutely not. Because like that's that's another thing. It's like, but also, I don't do you want to be coworkers with with your like, I don't know, with your cousin, for example, like random ass cousin? Not, not Tim. Sam. Well, <laughs> I should have said not Sam and yes Tim, <laughs> but, but yeah, whatever. That's a little inside baseball here. <laughs> but yeah, not Sam. But <clears throat> you love Sam. Yeah, and you would take a bullet for well, not the bullet, but like. <laughs> <laughs> you would do you would I'm give of this dude. You would give <laughs> Sam like you know, a happy meal or
1: something, right? Like
0: <laughs> like you love him. But that doesn't mean that you're gonna like agree with him
1: on everything. Yeah. But I also think that like you, when you are that close and I think football is a different kind of job where it's like, you're going to make it work. Yeah, it is. Like you grew up doing it together. Like there's no True. way you're not going to make it work. Look, I don't And know. I think, and me and Ty were talking about this before the show. It's like, I think that, and I agree with you, Ty, this was Ty's point. He said, you know, I think that people just like the, the players saw inexperienced coordinators that didn't know what they were doing. Yep. And they pretty much were just like, why the fuck are we playing for these people? Yeah, and they were probably frustrated. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think it really had anything to do with the team. I think uh, I think it was more like the the players themselves. I think it was more so like the the coordinators. You clearly saw had no fucking clue what they were zero. doing. zero. Like they were like, the play calling was terrible on both sides of the ball. Yeah, um, you're demoting Sean Desai in the middle of the which, season. To which me, was just that the fucking, that was that was weird.
0: That was thing, what, what's that expression? Um, I don't know. It was like. <laughs>
1: It was like the fucking final nail in the coffin, really, on the season, yeah. was when that happened. When that happened, well, the funniest part was, it wasn't even that, because that, when that happened, everybody's like, oh, okay, Matt Patricia's like a good defensive coordinator. Like, Not everyone, great, but a great, lot. No, but like great defenses yeah. with, the, with the Patriots in the past. He's like, on okay. his epic or whatever. Um, so, but then after that, like first game with Matt Patricia, where he just like fucking sucked, <laughs> I was just like, I was just like oh. I think that was the Giants game, right? Was that the Giants game? I don't remember if it was the Giants game. or Wasn't was it wasn't the game right after the bye? No, it wasn't because we came out and beat the Bills after that, wasn't it?
0: Uh, that Giants game was a disaster, and that would have been really funny yeah. if that was his first game. I
1: forget, though. I do forget, but I, I forget which game it was. But I just remember like watching that defense. Oh, it was the Seahawks game. Yeah, it was that's, the Seahawks that's game. right. Yep. It was the Seahawks game where they gave up that fucking, like, what, 92-yard drive? Well, on, like, and by the way, you mentioned,
0: Ty, when we talked about that game, wasn't that the game where AJ, like, came out and said, yeah, we were just, like, doing our own yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah that, yep. yeah, that was, yep, that was mm-hmm. the game where AJ that, Brown that said, yeah, we, 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 we just changed the play. Yeah, mm-hmm. we changed the play. We basically we're, say a fuck what the coach said. Yeah, yep. we were undermining our entire coaching staff and doing what we felt was best because we don't trust the coordinators.
1: Yeah, and at that point, it's like... I can't like I can't That's necessarily really fault them. That's really bad though. It's like, extremely bad. I but I can't necessarily fault them. The players. Yeah. Yeah. Because of course. like if you're looking at a guy, I, who's I'm just a faulting the players. Yeah. Yeah. But but, but like you you're with your AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts point. It's like you can't necessarily blame that shit on them. And I don't think there's a fracture there. I think this was all more so the fact that they are that close, perhaps. And they were like, "All right, we know we're good players. Yeah. These guys are fucking idiots." Yeah, absolute bumbling idiots like why would we listen to them? Yeah, Um, let's do our own shit,
0: but all of this like if, if we take a step back and look at the big picture of the state of the Philadelphia Eagles, it begs the question to me. Why is Jeffrey Lurie allowing Nick Sirianni to continue as head coach of the Eagles when this disastrous season, which it was an epic collapse. Worse than Building 7 coming down. I mean, it was insanely bad. With explosives, by the way. I mean, these are his hand-picked, allegedly. These were his you know hand-picked. Co- yes. His <laughs> hand-picked coordinators. And it's like, should Nick Sirianni like, not suffer consequences of that? Like, Dude, it was like... So what,
1: think about this, though. I don't know. He also hand-picked Shane Steichen yeah. and Jonathan Gannon, who got you to a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah, so no, it's like I agree. You, you but you're agree. also
0: like, wh- when he gives up like play calling and like this and that, and it's but he like he did
1: that the year before. I know, like he was he 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 made Shane Stike and the play caller halfway through his first yeah, season here because
0: he realized he was very bad at yes. it.
1: Yes, but and this is the one time I'll come to the uh,
0: defensive. What the hell's his name? Uh, he's on WIP with Broads now, um, Marcus Hayes. So one time I will come to Marcus Hayes' defense, and it's like, dude, Marcus said something like. Um like Nick Sirianni is still responsible for what's going on with his teams as far as this coordinator goes, right? Like he's responsible for these guys. Should he not suffer any consequence at all? I mean, and he was relegated to doing pretty much nothing. I'm pretty sure Marcus was the one that asked the question. What exactly do you do now? I don't think it was Marcus. Actually, I think it was someone else. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that was Jeff McLean. Uh, yeah, I think it was McLean. He was like, "What? What do you do now?" Yeah, and it's like, okay, yeah, there are yeah. examples throughout the course, throughout the uh, throughout the league rather of coaches that are just pretty much rah-rah men right like dan campbell dan campbell's a prime example and, and they made it the mc chip this year yeah they did and so i think it can work i know it can work well it, i mean i know it, it can work because we fucking did it last year
1: <laughs> like, yeah we did it last year he, but this is basically the same thing obviously syriani had more of a hand in the offensive scheme with steichen right but this is like people i don't think people realize this is basically the same thing they've been doing for the past two and a half years And that's that in
2: lies the problem, and that's the reason why the offense failed, mm-hmm. was because they didn't change anything. All yes. they did was change coordinators. Yeah. So what do you think defensive coordinators are doing in the offseason? Studying your offense. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you went back to doing the same predictable plays week in and week out. The bubble screen became predictive. Yep. The screens yeah. became predictive. QB draws.
0: The QB draws were <laughs> predictive. You know what's high, draws, it's, uh uh going back to what you were just saying there, what sticks out in my mind is when Christian McCaffrey... Yeah,
1: on r- the Manning remember cast.
0: Remember when he was on the Manning cast yep. and he said, I know exactly what play's coming based on where Dallas Goddard and is he lining up. And play defense. <laughs> and it's like, man, like looking <clears throat> back, it's like, holy shit. Like, even when I found out that that happened, I was like, okay, red flag. But looking back, it's like, holy shit. It was that bad. Yeah. It was that bad. So... It's just amazing. Like when I look back on the Eagles uh, this past season, I cannot believe that they got off to the start that they did and finished the way they did. I, yeah. I it's just almost unfathomable. So I, can, like, I, I think that. Yeah, but I also can. Like, but it's almost yeah. like the biggest collapse.
1: But it it might also, be the biggest
0: collapse in Philadelphia sports history. That was
1: also the worst ten and one team I think I've ever seen in my life. Like man, they were giving up fucking leads, like barely squeaking it out left and right for the entire first eleven games. Barely getting games. by. Yeah, like they they had to beat Washington by a last second field goal. A team that fucking sucks. A- and <laughs> not like, to, like not sucks. To, and I I should have fired their coach in week four. I, I want to be I want to be like, clear though. I I don't want to
0: place blame entirely on coordinators. Offensively, yes, yes. They they get all of the blame well, offensively. Too, with I think Jalen Hurts did regress a bit this season. Um, I'm not saying you know he's well, not he, the guy. He
1: benefited from the play calling, sure. And like I'm not, big time. I know. And I'm, but I think that exposed him a little bit. Like I don't yeah. think I don't think but any, but that's going to happen. to Any quarterback that goes from sure. a great coordinator, great play caller, to any quarterback that is a dog shit one, <laughs> any quarterback that isn't Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Or Patrick Mahomes. Uh, okay, see, I was waiting for you to say that one because he did have a little bit of regression when Eric B. Enemy left the Chiefs. He did, but he's also... He like, went and won the Super Bowl because they figured out because they still have Andy Reid. Mm, I don't know about that. I just think that, but we've never seen Reed without Mahomes, or Mahomes without Reed. I know, but well, I, actually, sorry, let me. Well, we have we've seen, seen Reed. With, I meant Mahomes without Reed. <laughs> we've seen Brady without Belichick, and he won another Super Bowl. Yeah, so. and it fucking sucked the year after, like barely made the playoffs I mean, on a wild
0: card. He, he was a dinosaur at that point, but like, yeah, he was
1: still throwing darts.
0: My my <laughs> point, yeah, my point is, I, I don't think that Jalen Hurts is as good as we thought he was based off of the Super Bowl year. Um, I don't think he's that guy. I don't think he has that in him. Um, to sustain that greatness throughout the rest of his career. I just, I think he's, but I don't think he's as quote unquote bad because he did have a decent season, but I don't, he was, th-
1: he was number one in MVP voting up until yeah. November. So I much, think he falls.
0: I think where his talent lies is somewhere in the middle of that Super Bowl run. And what we saw last season, I think it's somewhere in the middle and uh, play calling definitely is a major factor in that. Um, is Jay one the guy long term? Well, obviously he is because of his contract. But is he able to bring a Super Bowl to this city? Like, does he have that potential? Yes, he got there. He he was he hung in he, there. I yeah, he, he outperformed Patrick yeah. Mahomes in the in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So yes, I believe that he can potentially bring a Super Bowl back to Philadelphia, and I think that's what the bottom line is here. But you got to put great people around him. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jeffrey Lurie does a great job at doing, um, and I hope that he realizes that Nick Sirianni may not be the answer. And honestly, I would not be upset if there was a coaching change because I think next year is a punt year. That, I mean, I mean it, it's a punt year. Depending uh, on what, I the, wouldn't say next it's year a, punt is a punt year. It's a punt year. A all. All. That's d- like insane to say. Do you think that the Eagles could win the Super Bowl next year? Yeah. No.
1: They basically have the same fucking roster they had when they went to the Super Bowl. Vic, I will Vic Vic Fangio not, the is defense that much needs of an to get upgrade? better. Dude, it's the same who do you think fucking who was the defensive consultant for Jonathan Gannon, Sheamus? I have no clue. Vic Fangio. I don't. but He's the one who taught him how to fucking do defense.
0: But <laughs> does the personnel matter? Hundred percent. Who are they bringing in? I think they're I saw them have a sign a running season. back that nobody's ever heard of the other day. That's fine. How does that help? You the get team? better through the draft. I mean, they're, this draft, this draft. By the way, the Rashad Penny signing was a fucking disaster, and I know who everybody gives a shit about that. Who gives a shit? Everybody he was wha- getting paid. I know that. Kay. I'm just saying, <laughs> Howie Roseman isn't as great as everyone claims that he is. He let that defense walk onto the field last season, and they were a joke. It was a joke. Well, And all, that's on Howie. Well, I'll,
2: okay, I agree.
0: And Jordan Davis is a fucking disaster, by the way. Okay. So that's also on in Howie. In all
2: fairness, like, who could have predicted that James
0: Bradbury would take the
2: huge. The- Biggest Fucking step back. Yeah.
0: I didn't predict that.
2: That anybody <coughs> has ever seen out of a defensive. Back I think in Slay severely
0: under underperformed. Slay,
2: Slay didn't play up to his usual standards. Mm-hmm. Like the entire secondary was ass. Linebackers, yes, absolutely. I've I've trashed Howie for years about linebackers.
1: Yeah, he doesn't care about the position. We know but the that. yeah, But
0: that's that's like a big that that's a big reason why they. They, they collapsed. Okay. yeah, yeah 100%. Right. I'm so not and that's on that, but, Howie Roseman. But I'm
1: saying we've known for years that he devalues that position. But, but I know. But like, he should get crucified for that. But why crucify him for it if he's already been crucified for it for <laughs> years? Like, talk about the other shit instead. That's well, like he shouldn't old, have a job. I mean, well, he that's should not. not true. He should
0: not be the GM of the Eagles if oh, that's he fails consistently every single year at improving a need. I mean, that's your job, dude. Like, you go out there and basically he cheats because he trades for star players. He doesn't really draft star players. He trades for star players and A.J. Brown and shit like that. But I dude, mean, that, that's part of being a good GM as well. I know it is. But, like, does he completely neglect
1: the defense? No. No. I think he does. No. He does How the fuck does he completely neglect his defense when we've taken fucking... Dip- we took two defensive players in when the first round. When we won the
0: round. Super Bowl, that defense was trash. They 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 just benefited from overperforming players.
1: I wouldn't say they were trash. They held a Vikings team who was averaging they, thirty points in the playoffs to th- th- fucking three. They were not or go- seven or whatever the fuck it was. They were not seven. Yeah, seven points. They yeah. were not
0: great individual players. There were no names to write home. But zero. Th-
1: but they fucking did even offensively.
0: Job. Corey Clement had the game of his goddamn life in the goddamn Super Bowl, and he's so fucking trash. Coles. And he's trash. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like. I don't know. The only
1: literally I think the only bad game that defense had was the Super Bowl. But you were playing against the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. yeah. And a great and a Patriots <clears throat> dynasty. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. That, but, I, like, I, that defense, but like that defense you can't say they were trash.
0: But I'm not I'm not arguing that Howie Roseman sucks. And um I should take back what I said about him, like obviously I, I don't want him to lose his job, but I think people like Vince like overvalue Howie Roseman. I mean, I, I, I don't, don't think, think he's as great.
1: I think as he a is, GM as he thinks. I think he is more so in the sense of ha- what he does with what he has. Because what does that mean, though? Like he's a fucking salary cap wizard. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him that. Like he signs, he finds people and signs them out of the woodwork in a way that most other GMs still haven't figured out somehow. And it's possible that this whole Georgia thing, <clears throat> like, just was a mistake.
0: It's, I wouldn't say that. It's possible. No. It's no. possible.
1: No, those guys are dogs. Mm, I dogs. I don't know if they're dogs. Th- they're literally. Are you happy dogs. with? Are, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: not happy with Jordan Davis.
2: Well, what I, people t- got to understand about Jordan Davis, <clears throat> he's not going to be a big stat guy. He's listen. They all I want him to do, it. Ty,
0: is to delete Grubhub off of his phone. <laughs> That's all I want him to do. <laughs> I asked Joel Embiid to do it, and he did it. All right, so I'm asking Jordan Davis to do the same. In a 3-4 defense, he's
2: a nose tackle. His job is just to eat up space and blockers. Mm -hmm. He's not going to put up stats. He's not going to get sacks. Like, I think people need to get that out of their heads about Jordan Davis. Now, fair. Should we have drafted a nose tackle at 12 that high? Yeah, no.
0: Probably not. No,
1: we definitely should not. But
0: And and by the way, they're going to draft a tackle in the they, first round they, this year. They better fucking not. And nah, it's going to be a disaster. Give me Kool-Aid,
1: baby. Give me Kool-Aid. I want Kool-Aid. I want Kool-Aid. So but they're, they're going
0: to draft a goddamn tackle. I, <laughs> I, dude, I know this front office... <laughs> Like, nobody's business, okay? I will
2: literally go down to Novicare Complex and smack Howie. Like, don't, uh, don't, don't the way, draft attack. By the way, the
0: former producer, what the hell is his name? Jake, what the, what's his last name? Pia Soto. Pia Soto from uh, the Talking 215 or
1: podcast. I actually don't know how you pronounce it. Those
0: guys, <laughs> and, and they got a lot of shit for that, for, for going down to the Novicare when the Eagles were falling apart and saying, we support you. Got a lot of shit for it. It ultimately did not work, but <laughs> <laughs> but but I like that they went down to the Novicare and showed them some support, because what the fuck else are you going to do? I mean run the ball the run the ball guy was kind of a
1: legend. Yeah, the run the ball guy was sick. I like the run the ball guy. I really like the guys that showed up with trash cans and put his yeah, names on them. Listen, <laughs> I
0: love that as much as I love Jake and his, you know, podcast doing what they did. Like I think you gotta have a little bit of both. But look
1: when I you just look can't at guys get over like Slay actually responding to the pictures of that and being like, "All right, bro, like, what have you ever done in the NFL?" It's like, "Oh, obviously nothing, sir." I'm standing here with a fucking trash can, well, with your name on it. Listen, I you think I, I'm a fucking NFL player?
0: <laughs> I do not like Darius Slay. I don't like him. You like his wife? Mm, yeah, I mean, I think she is she attractive. Yes, but I mean, she's very annoying on social media. Very annoying. All she does is tweet.
1: Well, i sorry, I forgot. You don't like women?
0: No, I love women. <laughs> But they don't love me, so it's kind of like a hard, you know... Hard truth for you to swallow. Yeah, it's a hard truth. That's why, you
1: know... (laughs) That's why I'm drinking. No, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, but in all seriousness... And it's now time for the depression hour on From the Nosebleeds.
0: No, but seriously, I think Darius Slay just, like, doesn't think when he speaks. Like, I I, I don't know that he has, like, any self-awareness. Like, because some of the comments he made after games, some of the comments he made after the season... Some of the comments that he makes on social media and it's like, dude, first of all, you're not that good. Like you used to be fine. Like and he wasn't even great. He used to be like okay. I mean,
1: he was an all pro cornerback.
0: He was okay, <laughs> dude. Let's be honest here. He was okay. He was never like, Oh my god. I wouldn't say he was okay. Dude, I mean big play slay. I mean, that's a weird fucking nickname anyway, when he <laughs> hardly makes any of them, especially last season. I, I just don't like him. Well, I, I mean, do not he like
1: the season, and he actually was pretty decent when he did. play. Well, he's going to be bad this year, and yeah, I mean, good. probably he's old. Yeah, and that's what happens by, when you get older. Especially, in that and position. by the way,
0: another thing, <clears throat> Nolan Smith. What the fuck was the point of that draft pick?
1: Well, I mean, they just aren't playing
2: him. Well, you see what Hassan Reddick is going through. Is that's, n- the, that's the point of that draft. Pick. Okay, yeah.
1: but is Nikoby Dean alive? Like, yeah, he he hasn't returned from injury. Yet, he's actually. not
0: good. <laughs> he's never going to be good in the NFL. It's like, dude, like. There are he m- was worth the flyer, though.
1: I'll say that. No, he wasn't. dude. dude they took him in like the fifth round. But who the fuck cares? Uh, but, but shouldn't they
0: like know? Like what the Third fuck? Round. They, they Third took round. Third round. Come So there's a reason
2: why they're trying to make sure that Nickobe. They're trying to squeeze yeah. everything they can out of Nickobe. Yeah, 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 but, but it's dude, like, it's most not people had
1: work. him graded in like the fucking second round. Yeah, if, I know. If not first. But the writings on I the I'll wall with
0: him, he's fucking
1: trash. Nolan Smith is trash. I mean, I, I, I won't no. yeah, go that far. Nolan's don't a rookie. Th- he was a
2: rookie. I'm not going to go that far.
1: And he also barely played any snaps. Like, when he did play, he actually was pretty effective. All right. But they kept dropping him into coverage, which is what you don't fucking do with these edge rushers. <laughs> like, I mean, whatever, dude. That, that was half the reason I signed up with Nolan Smith.
0: Year. I mean, whatever. Like, I hope he's good.
1: I mean, you didn't even watch half the games. You are at work for the most
0: part. No, of <laughs> I, I watched. Dude, I rewatched every single game, and I noticed. Uh, immediately on the condensed games on the NFL app. that oh, so not watch the games. That the defense <laughs> the games. was the absolute disaster of the season. I mean, that was the. Uh, well, then you should
1: know that Nolan Smith barely had a hand in that. Uh, I,
0: I know. But, dude, like, he was so <coughs> overrated when we drafted him. And I don't s- think he was. We yes, got him he was. as the
1: last pick in the no, first dude, round. Dude, everyone was so excited like,
0: about fucking Nolan Smith. Yeah, because
1: that's a pretty good fucking
0: place to draft that guy. And everyone I mean. was so fucking. Dude, I was at a house party when we drafted fucking the Kobe Dean and you would think that we just acquired like
1: Muhammad Ali. Because that was a guy that people thought were gonna be good. Why did I say Muhammad Ali? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Great athlete. The only reason the only reason people he didn't get drafted higher is cause he tore his peck his senior year. That's the only reason or junior, whatever the fuck he was when he was coming out of Georgia. But, so he
0: tore his tit, so that like put him back. All right. Whatever.
1: <laughs> we'll see what he does this year, I guess. No, I mean if he can like his his thing this year was injuries. He couldn't stay healthy. He only he only played like maybe what was it like seven or eight games, I feel like? Yeah. And it's like when he was in, he was flying around. He was making plays. He was, he was kinda like, like was he flying like an eagle? I fucking hate you.
0: <laughs> Time keeps on slipping. I fucking knew slipping, you were gonna slipping, launch right
1: into that as soon as you fucking finished your the beer piercings.
0: <laughs> You
1: know Look, what I'm putting on a quiz. Going of.
2: back to what you said about this season being a punt, I don't think they're punting this season. I don't no. think it makes sense to punt because it once doesn't. again, your offense is still intact. It's really you're your also defense. in a shitty division. Yes, and you're in a shitty division where your only competition is the Dallas Cowboys for and however they long. Suck. For however yeah, they're long way better they can than keep the Eagles. up their, cap. they're
0: way better. First of all, they're way better than the Eagles roster-wise overall.
2: I wouldn't even go that doesn't fa- matter. <laughs> I really wouldn't even go that far because I think they have to pay Dak Prescott next yep. year, and then on top of that, I'm like, somehow
0: going to sign C. CD again, I don't think Dax
2: signed CD. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dax
0: like, going to be a Cowboy next year. Like
2: the Cowboys are going, are They're putting themselves, themselves in cap hell. Right, I know, now. but I think
1: Tua, Dax. What fifty four mil? I think Tua is good like to, lo- Fifty four somewhere around there.
0: I think Tua is going to be a Cowboy <laughs> next year. Seriously, <laughs> I really believe that. Seamus
1: Dole, who was on crack.
0: <laughs> I think Tua's is
1: a Cowboy man. I've been nah, saying dude, it for a him while. And Mike McDaniel been banging for years. There's no way. I love Mike McDaniel. That's interesting to me. I'm surprised you like him. Because he's actually a good coach. I'm unlike, just surprised you like him.
0: Unlike Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> unlike Sirianni. <laughs> unlike Sirianni. Mike McDaniel is actually a good coach. Like, he fires no, up I his agree. players. I,
1: Sirianni doesn't. Did you watch Hard Knocks? Yes. He's <laughs> I, that really made me like I watched it more, with I'm you a couple episodes. You watched like one episode, with me. couple. <laughs> but it was like I like he that made me like him and understand him as a person a lot more. Um and you don't just see like the quirky guy that's on the sidelines yeah. like he he went through shit some shit and like whatever but it's like I, he he was really cool guy. I think. He's cool at the I end don't the I still don't understand how people listen to him <laughs> because man he just like fucking like he could get eaten by any single one of his
0: players. <laughs> like The funny thing is like he was like trying to like fire up his team. He's he was like was, let's fucking go. Yeah yeah that's all he said. He was like let's fucking beat the redskins or beat the commanders. Now shame I was just yeah, getting uh, racist. Yeah, I'm Sorry. <laughs>
1: it's, it's all this beer, bro. But <laughs> You Get drunk and you get racist. That's interesting. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> why are we drinking Bud Light? Dude? That's not a good look.
1: That's all we drink.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we got to switch over to PBR. Nah, uh, That's kid, w- hipster beer. Kid Rock, um, just <laughs> drinks a- Bud Light. No, he just signed it. A- yeah, he drinks Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> kid Rock drinks Bud Light. He's a fraud. He drinks Bud Light, but he signed a contract with PBR, which is a shitty beer, by the way. Yeah, I'm not a PBR guy. I Unless, hate unless
1: I'm at L Bar in Fishtown, because they have like $2 PBR pounders. I'll, I'll yeah, I was going to say L Bar has the pounders. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so fine I'll, with that. I'll drink those for financial reasons. Well, yeah. I mean, not you're not going to like, turn down a $2 fucking beer. <laughs> I had my first high noon last night, by the way. Yeah, I saw. You told it's me. It's good. They're really good. Yeah, it's good. They're just expensive as fuck. It's very like. They're like 10 bucks a fucking can. It's very. Oh, yeah, dude it was like nine bucks. Yeah.
0: It was very like mango ish.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't die. Yeah. I can have the mangoes. For those that don't know, Seamus is like allergic to oranges and other citrus fruits. Yeah, but I can have mangoes. It makes no sense to me. Mangoes are good. They're the same thing as oranges though. Look, I'm not an allergist. <laughs> All right. That's that's definitely true. <laughs> You're definitely not an allergist. Unfortunately I'm not
0: an allergist. <laughs> if I was, I would have a beard and Probably be tall what? and handsome. Most allergies are tall, dark, and handsome. Okay. In my experience. All right. But like the way they <laughs> like test you for allergies is low-key inhumane.
1: Yeah, they just put needles all on your back and just. I assume you. that's what it's like to do heroin, except for like the fun part. Like it's not fun. <laughs> like, well, all right. Let's be objective. <laughs> that's here. like the uh, Bro, they they take a panel of needles and put them on your back. Well, they and put then my, they circle yeah, where each one went in so they can study the reaction of each thing. No, no, no. Well, you probably only got tested for a couple things.
0: They, no, dude. They, <clears throat> dude, they went up and down my arms. Oh,
1: that's that's brutal. Yeah, both arms. I know my sister, they basically just put like a sheet on her back and they just like punctured it. Your sister <laughs> probably went to a real doctor. <laughs> oh, who'd you go to? David? DeVito know if, and the
0: fucking sewers. <laughs> <swimmers? laughs> Who did P, did he play in Always on Dr. Dr. Jinx? <laughs> I probably went to the Dr. Jinx of allergists, knowing my mom. It was the cheaper thing under her insurance, I guess. But yeah, uh, I was like, yeah, I guess this is what heroin's like, <laughs> except for, like, I don't feel good. Yeah, I just feel like shit. And like Which, by the way, way heroin more. has to feel good. Like, for people to, like... <laughs> here's a hot take. And I'm not trying to, like, make... Hot take? I'm not trying to, like, make fun or make light of drug addiction, but, like... Imagine, like, how good that, and I've never done it. I assume you've never done it. No, I haven't. But imagine, like, how great that drug must be for people to just willingly just, like, throw their life away for it. Like, it must be, like, fucking amazing. That's why, like, I always say, like, if I'm ever given, like, a terminal diagnosis, I would definitely do heroin. (laughs) No, I'm serious. No, I mean, I wouldn't blame you. I would do all of them. Because I just like, because, like, dude, what's the point? Like, the only reason why you and I don't do drugs right now is because it's going to kill us. It's not because, oh, I don't want to have fun. (laughs) Like, it's because, like, it's. That's pretty true. Right? Like, it's because, like, (laughs) we're going to get addicted because it's so good. Why do people get addicted? Because it's so fucking good. (laughs) And then we're going to die, and we don't want to die prematurely. The look in your eyes is kind of neurotic right now. It's I'm scaring ju- me. I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, if, I, if anyone ever asks me, like, would you ever try heroin? I'm not going to say no. Because like, if I'm given a diagnosis, which the odds are likely that eventually I'll be given a bad diagnosis... <laughs> And I go to a second opinion, then a third opinion, and if the third guy says, "Yeah, you're
1: cooked," Shavus is also a hypochondriac. For those of you that don't know, he he'd like yeah. he used to uh, like stub his toe and think he was going to die of toe cancer when we were in high school. I had foot fungus and I thought it was cancer. <laughs> so yeah, bro got athlete's foot one time and he was like, "Mom, it's terminal."
0: <laughs> I still got shit growing on my foot. I don't that know what the out. fuck it is. <laughs>
1: It's been years though, so I guess this
0: this feels like a good stopping
1: point. (laughs) I guess it's not bad if it's been this long. Do you want to make a special announcement about next Uh, week? Yeah,
0: next week um, we have uh, the ghosts of Genghis Khan on the show, (laughs) and it's going to be fun. No, we have a no. I'm very excited about this, and he was very gracious. Let me take a swig real quick. Oh yeah, it's good. But uh, speaking of things that are going to kill me eventually, um, Angelo (laughs) Cataldi. (laughs) <laughs> no, the great Angelo Cataldi from 94 WIP, and he actually worked on 610 AM WIP, Yeah, Bruce. if you can imagine that. That's when they had the jingle that went like, Sports Radio 610 WIP, Sports Update. And then Angelo would be like, Al, you're so <laughs> dumb, Rhea. And uh, so we're going to have him on the show next Wednesday, and I'm really excited. He's one of the f- my first inspirations in radio. So I'm very excited about that. The voice of my childhood was my mom and dad, apparently, but also like (laughs) Angelo Cataldi. Like, I loved Angelo. I used to listen to him. Dude, this is how far I go back with Angelo Cataldi real quick. All right. Known him for years. I remember... I remember, like, growing up, listening to The Morning Show, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He was just amazing. And he'd be talking to, like, wingettes, and he'd be like, hey, oh, you look very beautiful today. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it was just the whole thing was intriguing. He would give, like...
1: Seamus <sighs> shaped his entire personality around that.
0: Well, no, dude, like, seriously, I think I was definitely inspired, like, by Angelo Catalli. There's zero doubt in my mind, because he Angelo combined, like, the genius sports takes and the great radio guy thing like he was just a great radio guy like w- if somebody asked me to describe Angelo I would say gr- amazing radio guy just a great talent like he knew how to be so entertaining while also horny so he had great he had
1: great sports takes like I said Seamus shaped his entire personality after Angelo
0: and he was also horny and I think that that <laughs> is what from the nosebleeds is so I, I have to give credit to Angelo Cataldi for this show being a thing so I'm very honored um that angelo very has honor. agreed to come on next week i'm really excited very gracious i'm very excited about that very and excited i'm going to be like probably starving myself this entire week <laughs> and shitting myself this entire week thinking of what to ask him so think <laughs> of, think of questions think of questions cuz i'm nervous <laughs> <Okay>. but uh <laughs> Angelo on Thank the show. Thank you guys for listening. Next week.
1: Please tune in next week. It's going to be a good show. Yeah, I'll probably. might shit himself live on air. So or that'd, be, that'd just, be pretty cool. Or I'll
0: just get hammered. Uh-huh. Angelo Katati next <laughs> week on From the Newsboys.
1: Thanks, everyone. <laughs>